Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things is seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. Um, do you ever get to a situation where you kind of like are shopping and, and you have like this coupon that like gives you like 35% discount and whatnot and then... You kind of just use it because mm-hmm. you need to use it because yeah. you know it's a coupon. You gotta use. Are we it. talking about? Are we talking about Bed Bath and Beyond here? What are we talking about here? No, no, no. It's not Bed Bath and Beyond. Although, although <laughs> yeah, pile up in my drawer. They, they yeah. do. They do like. They do like uh, honor all past coupons and all yeah. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you know, I, I used to try and find uh, a good button-up shirt or a, a sports jersey, sure. and they don't always fit me. So mm-hmm. every time I find one, it's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to this place. I had a. Uh, 35% discount coupon, and I found a button-up shirt, mm-hmm. and I just looked at it and go, oh, I got to get this. Oh, it fits me. Oh, go, go to the, quickly go to the register, and then and then I give them the, the shirt, you know, mm-hmm. and then I go, oh, okay, and with your discount, it comes down to $41. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, it comes down to $41? Yeah. <laughs> what was it before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I mean, at least I got a shirt I liked, but wow, that's expensive. <laughs> oh, what Wait, was the original wh- price? What was the original price? What was the brand? It was like seventy dollars or something. Yeah, why not? What was the brand? Yeah, that's not bad. It was like a Star Wars shirt. It was a Star Wars oh. button-up shirt. Yeah, why not? Something's like yeah. a Spurge and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't wear Gap all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't even wear Gap. Oh, you can't. You can't wear Old Navy all the time. <laughs> there comes a point where <laughs> you have to buy, especially yeah. for guys, like you have to buy quality stuff, and it'll last you longer. Yeah. Well, no, for me, it was really more of a case where it fits me. So I, I, mean, I yeah, should... that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, too. that too, that too. But yeah, quality also fits better. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never look at. I, I have this problem. Like even when grocery shopping, I never look at the price. Just really bad habit. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's still, it was still. Well, I guess it was worth the money. I like mm-hmm. the shirt. It was yeah. worth the money. You just have to wear it like every day for the rest of your life to make it worthwhile. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. I'm less guilty about buying uh-huh. something expensive. Okay, on this 248th episode of the show, we are going to be talking about me eating too much, and we're also <laughs> going to be talking about okay. me me needing me needing CPR because I ate too much. Okay, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll take a look and see what's is going. This, on. Is this show an intervention? Is that what's going on? What's <laughs> no, going on here? No, no, no. Because you know, my, the reason why I, I had to find shirts that fit me, uh-huh. fit me because uh-huh. I eat too much. I guess. Yeah, well. But um, uh, we're going to take a look and see what's going on, and then me and John Ming are going to do our review on uh, Hobbs and Shaw or Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I really should watch that movie then. Oh yes, <laughs> that is very important. I'll watch it someday. Not anytime soon, though. Over the weekend, I went to this buffet place. And when you go to a buffet, Mm -hmm. I assume you eat as much as you can because it's a buffet, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You have to get your money's worth. Mm -hmm. So I'm not not young anymore. So Mm -hmm. I guess you could say I ate too much. Uh It was kind of weird. But it was weird, too, because I kind of got... More or less the same portions that I normally mm-hmm. would get. But I think it's a combination of the fact that I ate a buffet for dinner. And then at, at noon, I went and ate somewhere else also. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of all the food I ate that day. Oh, really? The the thing is, though, is like what's weird was that uh, this is the very first time where I could literally see a difference in my tummy size mm-hmm. from eating too much. <laughs> all right, there you go. To the point <laughs> where where I couldn't really breathe. Oh, all right. There you go. You know, I was like, yeah. you know what was that? 
Do you need a CPR? No, no, I did not need CPR. Was it heartburn? <laughs> was it bad poops? What was it? No, no, that's the thing though. I ate so much. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't need to go number two. I didn't get to number one. It was just like, like my, my, my tummy was literally feeling like it was just like. It's going to explode. It was going to explode. Nice. All right. I guess. Well, here I- Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? He said, he said, not, Jamie did say nice, yes. Yeah, nice. I'm just like, gas. No, my whole thing is, here's my whole thing when it comes to buffets and stuff. If I happen to go to a buffet during lunch, you just, just, just skip dinner, man. Just just skip the dinner part and stuff like no, that. No, I went to a buffet during dinner. Oh, during dinner? Yes. Oh, but right. I ate lunch also that same day. Oh, thing. yeah. Then oh, the, the other thing is, you might, if you know ahead of time at a buffet, maybe you should maybe eat a salad during lunch and stuff like that. And what was the, what was the buffet? Can you say the place? Is it somewhere classy? Is it somewhere like... No, it's uh, just, you know, your typical... Old town buffet. American, Mexican, Chinese food buffet place. What, what the hell? You know, so they have like Japanese <laughs> stuff. They have Chinese what stuff. The you know oh, the place. Like a, like a big buffet type. Uh-huh. Yeah, buffet. Like, like, like a smorgasbord. Like a block long of just food. Yeah, right. like a smorgasbord. It's a buffet. You never been to a buffet before? <laughs> With Japanese, Chinese, Mexicans. You just can't... Some, sometimes you just can't throw everything out there and stuff like that. That's, like, that's I mean? like asking for food poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I've been there. I've been to that place yeah, multiple not... times already. Yeah, all right. you know, it was, I was like, I was like walking around like a, like a pregnant like a pregnant person. I was like waddling practically. Yeah, my <laughs> thing is, I, uh, my rule of thumb for buffets is like you have to. The first thing you have to do is just figure out how much you're paying and stuff. Like that. If it's a twenty dollar buffet, you no matter what, you have to pay that get that twenty dollars back and stuff. It like was that. less than twenty dollars, so you know, that much. How and then yeah, it? it was like I think it, I think it was like thirteen bucks or fifteen dollars. Oh, what? Gosh. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. what I pay for a regular lunch. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I'm like, well, I may as well take advantage of it yeah. and eat as much as I can, right? Well, that's I why guess. your stomach hurts. Sure, it wasn't food poisoning and stuff for, for $12, 13 and stuff. Sure, it wasn't food poisoning. No, no. So no. the thing, the rule of thumb is for me, again, anyway, it's just like, hey, if it's 13 bucks, just get $13 back and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Anything over that, it's just, I think you're asking for trouble. You know what I mean? If you try to get too much back from the from the house and stuff like that, it's just too much. Especially a place where it's like, hey, it's Mexican, it's Chinese, it's Mexican. It, it, Russia shouldn't have that many options. You know what I mean? A, a restaurant should have, you know, a couple of things. Even if, it's, even if it's a buffet. It should be just a Chinese buffet and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to be careful. I guess. All right. Uh, but, but while you're on the subject, I thought I'd play a game with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, wait, I'm sorry, Rudy, go ahead. I said I like games. You like games, yes, because really, that's really good at games. I always win. <laughs> <laughs> Our summer judge show games really does really well. Um, speaking of eating, what are the most delicious foods in the world, according to Ranker? So we had like uh, 371,000 people that voted in this list. Mm-hmm. They came up with a list of, I don't know how many this is. But I, th- I figured, let's see if you can, guys can guess how many correctly in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So just uh, it, it is just general foods. So so essentially, you can just say like like you know hot wings or whatever. Oh okay. Okay. Oh okay. Like yeah. actual food, not like the cuisine. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no naming names. It is, there's no Big Mac or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like food. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about nationality either. We're not talking about Korean food or something. Right. Right. We're a little bit more, a little bit more specific. Like specific. Yeah. Right. So uh, just to make it easier, just keep scores, keep score to yourself. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you can play along too, I guess. Sure. Uh, Ruthie, why don't you go ahead and take a quick guess? Um, spaghetti. Spaghetti. No, spaghetti is not in the top ten. No, it's not. What? Oh no, I'm sorry, it is number ten. Is it really? Oh, I'm gonna say no. Amazing. Really? Who doesn't like spaghetti? Ah, yeah. go off to the great me. start, <laughs> Ruti. Okay, uh, Javeg, Ruti got already won the top ten. Uh, pizza. Pizza. Uh, no, pizza. Only number, number one. Number one. Of course. One. <laughs> of course yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Ruti, go ahead. Mm, hamburgers. Hamburgers. 
Hamburgers not in the top ten. Oh, that's a surprise. Um, the closest the closest thing they have to hamburgers is cheeseburger, which is number eleven. I think we count cheeseburgers. That's oh fine. wow, really? That's fine. Okay, okay. Are we gonna count that? Because yeah, I mean, I do I do not see any hamburgers here, it's so maybe cheeseburger is burger. it. But not in the top ten. What kind number of monster? Well, first of all, what kind of monster order hamburger without cheese? I'm what? just saying it's still it's, it's still not in the top ten. So oh, yeah. oh that's a that's a whole story yeah. when I worked at fast food mm-hmm. oh my god this lady was like a cheeseburger with no cheese <laughs> are you stupid i said i want a cheeseburger with no cheese that's a hamburger man <laughs> yeah that's yes, a hamburger exactly. <laughs> all right uh jumping you're i'm gonna go ice cream ice cream number three at least <gasps> in the lead so, I, i'm very white I, I know all the white foods and stuff like yeah that. <laughs> uh, he probably has a call he probably has a point there with this yeah. list uh Riti, go ahead um there is mm. one I would say you guys are never going to guess, but mm-hmm. go on. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Are we so, talking about American foods? Because it's sounding Ameri- like an American. Very general. Top- well, I mean, this, 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 is a, this is an American website. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, you have, the, you're not going to see Chinese food here. Put it that way. Mm. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Closest thing we have here to chicken wings is, oh, it's only down here. Nope. No, all the way down here. Oh, hot wings, number thirty. What? Yeah. That's the closest thing. I don't oh see any God. chicken wings in the top ten here. Oh, uh, I am not wow. doing thanks myself on this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jaming, your turn. For my next points, I will pick uh, tacos. Tacos, tacos is not in the top ten. Bunch number of, twelve. Bunch of racist. Number uh, twelve. Trump <laughs> MAGA people. How dare they? Hmm. Tacos are delicious. All right, uh, Rudy. Um, donuts. Donuts. Donuts are number not in the top ten. What? Uh, donuts are a uh, number twenty-three. Jesus Christ! Wow, Rudy, not doing very well in this game. I know. What is going on? I'm gonna say sushi. Sushi. Sushi is actually in the list. I'm pretty sure it was not in the top ten. It was definitely not in the top ten. Yeah, uh, not everybody likes sushi. Sushi monsters. Where did I see sushi? I think it was right? sushi mm-hmm. here. Hmm. I didn't see sushi. You know what? I take back uh, sushi. I'll take. Oh, oh number twenty-six. I'm gonna number twenty-six. Can't can replace that with uh, orange chicken. No, no, you cannot replace it with orange chicken. <laughs> oh, funny thing, I just said orange chicken. Orange chicken on the list. Hey, Ruthie, you should guess orange chicken. I think that's a winner. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys two more. Not on the list. Well, how many? How many you got right so far, John? Uh, I think two or three. I think or you got two right. Two. You got two. And, and Ruthie got one, right? I got one. Okay, I'll give you guys two more guesses, and then we'll just we'll just name um, the list. Hmm. Ruthie, you're next. Mm-hmm. Oh, steak. Steak number five. <laughs> Woohoo! Tie game now, Jamming. Uh, Tie game. I'm going to go with. I'll do one completely outside. Oh, I can't do that. That's way, too, that's way outside the box. You know what? I'll go for it. I'll go boba. What do you think of that? <laughs> that is very outside the <laughs> box. What, what, what part of this list is very American? I didn't understand. Uh, I bunch of racist Besides, a-holes. boba doesn't really count as a food. It's a drink. It's a delicious drink. First it's of all, it's a it's a it's like a dessert drink. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm up to number. Chew. I'm up to number seventy eight right now, and I do not see boba at all. Oh. Okay. Wow. Monsters. I hate America. Wow. I hope this whole place burns down. Yep. Uh, it's, not the top, <laughs> it's not. It's not in the top one hundred on this list. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay. A very American list. So, uh, so far, so far, the game is tied. Uh, Ruti, what is your final guess? French fries. French fries is definitely number four. Woohoo! Oh, I thought that was going to be the same as oh, as what? Yeah. As I thought, what? I thought it goes hand in hand with hamburger and stuff, but I no, guess not. Is, yeah. we're not, no, we're not doing combos. We're not doing combo meals and stuff what like that. What the heck are you oh, thinking about? I don't here? like this. 
I don't like this game at all. I mean, winner break it here. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, just go with uh, some sort of seafood. No, I'll go with uh, don't think, don't think too much. Oh my god, pork chops. Pork chops? <laughs> Who doesn't like pork chops? Pork chops is not, not top 10. Oh, not everybody likes pork chops. Yeah, coming from behind, Ruthie wins. Boo. Where the hell is pork chops in this list? I like this game again. Pork chops. Where the this hell game is pork chops? Look at, I'm, looking, I'm up to number 58 right now. I still do not see pork chops. <laughs> I, believe, I believe. I would say, can I, can I just like start throwing things in? Sure. Lobster. No. Uh, sure, I, 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 I don't Is know it where. In the top ten. Yeah, what's, your, what's no, Oh yeah, here's the here's the top ten. Here I yeah. give you, I'll give you the top twenty. Okay, top twenty are. Doo, doo, doo. From twenty to one, or from, from twenty one? to one. Number twenty, okay. grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Number nineteen, nachos. Yeah. Number oh, eighteen, right. garlic bread. Surprisingly high. <laughs> God damn! It. You, mean, you mean the thing like they give you for free? God Number damn it. seventeen, macaroni and cheese. That's why that's people people's favorite. Yeah. Number 16, barbecue. Very, bl- very, that very. That doesn't count. <laughs> barbecue. That doesn't count. What's That's barbecue? Broad. What kind of barbecue? I don't know. It's number 16. It's, uh, There's well, 100 lists in this list, and they got it up to number 16, okay? Yeah. Uh, number 15. You know what? Pork chops is part of barbecue. Why can't, why can't I get that point for that? Yeah. <laughs> number 15, Lord. strawberries. Uh, number f- what? Number 14, chocolate brownie. Number yeah. 13, cheese. Yeah, you know how you know how American this that's is. That's not food. Cheese. That's, that's a condom. That's a condom. Uh, that's a, that's yeah. a, a cultural mont. Number twelve, taco. Number eleven, cheeseburger. Number ten, spaghetti. Number nine. This one, this one I said that like, you were not gonna guess. Bacon. They have done bacon. Oh Jesus! How Christ. could I not have guessed bacon? But still, bacon. Does, I would doesn't count. Bacon, so like boring. On its own. Number eight, yeah. cheesecake. What? Number eight, cheesecake. <gasps> I was gonna guess guess cheesecake. Number seven, chocolate chip cookies. Number six. Uh, number six, uh, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Although this one, this well, one listed it hey, as. Hey, I said fried chicken. Did she? No, you said I you said, said hot. You said chicken I said wings. Some chicken sort of chicken. You I said, said chicken wings. Same, same thing. No, oh, okay. some, fried chicken. Chicken wings and fried chicken are totally different. And nobody cares. Totally let's, different. Let's just move on. <laughs> number five, steak. Number four, French fries. Number three, ice cream. Number two, chocolate. <laughs> that's that's a vague. Yeah, that's and number one, yeah, pizza. Fraud. This 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 list is bogus. Well, it was voted by in by a. 370, oh no, 22,000 voters. Well, they're all idiots. 22,000 voters from where? The Midwest? Yeah. Oh, those are, those are only the members of the ranker community. Oh and then my God. The actual and votes. Where are all of them? The, the actual Midwest? votes are 680,000. Chocolate's not really a food in some of it. It's, no. It doesn't make any Chocolate's damn sense. It's more like a flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go. That's the uh, it's a horrible list. According to ranker, the top 10 most delicious yeah. foods in the world. Uh, John is saying it's horrible because he lost. No, it's just horrible. <laughs> well, Ruthie won. Do you think the list is horrible? Yeah, it's very, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's not very broad. Like, yeah. You can, it's you too can broad, tell that yeah. their yeah. demographic is very uh-huh. skewed. Yeah, it's too broad, but that's that's fine. Who feels in the list of favorite foods and puts barbecue is my favorite? I don't food. know. Some Americans love their barbecue. Oh, Lord. How about just short ribs? It's like saying soy pork. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like They had cheese on there. <laughs> they had cheese. It's basically the same thing. Okay, cheese kind of counts. There's different kinds of cheese. Oh, cheese. Still, still. I never eaten cheese by itself. Put it that way. It's like, like, like what? I, will, I will have some cheese. What? <laughs> Wait, you have Okay. Looked. Next time I'm in California, when I, when that happens, seriously, <laughs> we yeah. have a cheese and wine party. Yeah, cheese and wine is delicious, man. Okay. You haven't lived. Right. Well, okay, you haven't lived, man. Now, now who's you, being judgmental? And you need stinky cheese. You need stinky well, moldy cheese. No, I, I don't well, need. I, I don't need the moldy away. stuff. I don't need. That's how you carried away. Yeah. After eating all that much, some people might need a CPR. Did you know 
that the mouth-to-mouth CPR thing is not no, no, no longer a thing. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Ruti, did you know that? It's no longer a thing? Yeah. And basically, they don't recommend you even do that. Yeah. It's Why? crazy. Because they categorize it as being too gay. Can you believe that? They actually said that. What? Can you believe they said that? <laughs> no, wow. I'm pretty sure that's not what they said. What? That's not what I heard. <laughs> they did. I, I'm that's, pretty that's what... sure it's because they don't want the spread of communicable diseases. Yeah. That, that was one of the excuses they gave in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they, they moved on and saying that Chest compression is, is all enough. you really need, yeah, uh, because the most important thing is not just getting br- getting the person to breathe, but getting the blood flowing to the brain. That's the yeah. most important thing. Because yeah. once you get uh-huh. that down, the breathing comes comes next anyway. Yeah. So, so there's mm-hmm. really no point to do mouth to mouth. You just do breath compressions. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. The important thing is make sure there's no airway obstructions, and then just do the chest compression. Yeah, as I said here on this headline.com article, mm-hmm. hands only CPR is just as effect as effective as traditional CPR with rescue breathing. Uh, you should push down at least two inches when performing chest compressions, and less than fifty percent of people who have a cardiac arrest outside of a hospital get CPR. I think part of it is because people are reluctant to put their mouth in somebody else's mouth. Mm-hmm. Jesus, two right. inches deep though! Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like if people are aware that all you need to do is chest compression, you might be able to, you know, get more people involved in mm-hmm. doing CPR. You know, so I mean, this is what I learned. Over a decade ago, just just do chest compression. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Uh, of course, this is the part where I go like, like um, uh, this is the part where I go something 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 songs songs. There are songs. Are you having a stroke now? <laughs> what? you, yes. What's going on? Are you yes. having a heart I need I need a CPR are right you, now. Are you, are you having a stroke <laughs> right now? What's going are on? Are you now? in a food coma right now? Hey, seriously. Yes. Uh, that what must was, be what it is. What was that buffet? Just right now? What's going on here? Yeah. Do, do I need to like write, read here the C- CPR is easy to perform and how to do CPR? No, we're not going to do that. No. If you're into CPR, there's, there's something called uh, YouTube where you can look up how to do CPR. <laughs> that's much more effective. Uh, the, the, one of the things that, that stand out here is says here, keeping your elbows straight, compress mm-hmm. the chest to the beat of the 1970s song Staying Alive by the Bee Gees mm-hmm. or <laughs> at a rate of 100 to 120 compressions per minute. So essentially, anything, any song that has 100 to 120 beats per second, per second, per minute, uh, is ideal for CPR. Yeah. And of course, you know, the ideal, like I said, like it says in the article here, the ideal song to play is Staying Alive. Because that's like, you know, you want to get the guy to stay alive. <laughs> Are you just buying time to, to, until you press the, the song Staying Alive? But yeah, why isn't it playing? Yeah, play, all right, that's what I thought. Play. Can you imagine singing this song? And I yeah. think the person will be okay by the time yeah. you finish the song. At first I was afraid, I was petrified, thinking I couldn't live without you by my side. And after spending nights thinking how you did me wrong, I grew strong and I learned how to get along. Now you're back. You know what what else is also a good song to play? Uh, to to hum in your head while you're doing CPR? Because you know, in, in the in the whole concept of, of surviving, you have staying alive. No wait, wait! I did, I just put it in. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. Yeah. I did. I missed up my first. And then staying alive. I was just sitting here waiting for you to catch that. Although I will yeah. survive is a good song yeah. too. I mean, you're kind of telling them yeah. patient survive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will survive is the other I, song. I know the PG sing <laughs> at a very high pitch. And they sound very feminine, but yeah, that wasn't that wasn't staying alive. That we can song. we can see if it's the yeah. same beat yeah. number of beats. I don't know. Well, what's weird is one of the songs is 
is called uh, Gives You Hell by the All American Rejects. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you really don't want to get the person to, to stay alive, you, you can send it to hell. This gives you hell. Mm. Oh, you know what? I just called 911. Let's just do that. You know what I mean? And another ironic thing also is, since you're trying to save their heart, heart, you're not supposed to break it, right? So, but one of the songs you can you can sing is "Heartbreaker" by Mariah Carey and Jay Z. <laughs> no way. Yeah. We're still doing the CPR bit, huh? We're still on this. All right. So, the tips for people out there is to keep one of these songs in your phone. So, if ever the time comes, you need rhythm. And then when the person actually wakes up, you can also do What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Wait, what? Hmm? What? Really? Yeah. Apparently this song is also good for CPR. <laughs> can you just imagine somebody do CPR and you going, What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I guess the good thing is if you happen to be in a place where they're placing, placing, playing music, you just gotta hope that one of these songs come on. True. You're, you're, you are hoping that the person doesn't float on and die like Modus Mouth here. Oh. <laughs> How many more of these do you have? Good lord. Oh, I just, at this point, I'd rather be dead. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd rather have a heart attack. How many, how many songs are on this list? Uh, there's a lot, actually. I, I think there's a lot. Are, are you saying you'd rather be a spirit in the sky with Norman Greenbaum? <laughs> oh. Haven't we talked about keeping like segments shorter and stuff like that? I can't believe this, one, <laughs> this, is, this is going on and on, man. Well, he is the one who's editing, so I guess he gets to... <laughs> He gets to choose how long each segment is. Yeah, Ruthie, that is not a lie. And one of the songs you can do is Hips Don't Lie by Shakira. Oh my god. Oh no. Any more segues you can toss at me? And lastly, uh, I'm gonna toss this in. Just dance, but I mean, dance. if Shakira's hips don't bring the person back to, to yeah. life, then I don't know. Just dance, but Lady oh. Gaga. Yes. Lady Gaga. Oh, I should also toss this in too. Uh, rumor has it by Adele. Oh, oh this, is, this is a good one right here. And then the person wakes up and you're like, stay, stay down, I'm singing Adele. She ain't real. <laughs> she ain't gonna be able to love you like I will. She is a stranger. You and you I had to hear, don't you, don't you remember? Sure, she's got it all. Good, Ruthie. <laughs> yes. I caught that. You caught that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, all right. And those are songs you can sing along to with CPR. <laughs> Uh, as of this recording, it's currently 9.40 a.m. on uh, August 7, 2019 in Cubao, Quezon City. Cubao. 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 Not Cubao. Cubao. It's not Cuba. It's Cubao. <laughs> Cubao. <laughs> oh, okay, Papanga. <laughs> okay, Papanga. I guess I am American after all. Uh <laughs> It's currently 9.40 a.m. on August 7, 2019 in Cubao, Quezon <laughs> City, Philippines, and... It's time we take a look and see what's going on. And uh, Cubao, by the way, is the original location of the ice cream parlor that eventually becomes Jollibee. Because thinking think- of... You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Mm, yeah. Uh, speaking of Jollibee, Jollibee apparently purchased Coffee Bean. You know that? Yeah, they purchased Coffee Bean. Coffee Bean is now owned by Jollibee. Hmm. Damn, Jollibee's making bank. If Coffee Bean starts serving uh, uh, mango pie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which will be great, (laughs) (laughs) that's maybe that's part of the reason why. Apparently, Jollibee actually like they spent three hundred and fifty million dollars on on buying Coffee Bean. Oh wow! Wow! And apparently, they they also own Smashburger. No. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea Jollibee had that kind of bank. I've only seen a few of them around here. I'm, are, are they mostly in the Philippines? Or are they mostly somewhere else? I'm not. I mean, they are the, they are the McDonald's of the uh, Philippines. Oh, the so, Philippines. So they are they are pretty rich. There are 110 million Filipinos mm-hmm. only in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I so, can see how they. So if I can go to the Philippines, I'd see Jollibee everywhere. Yeah, it's like Starbucks in New York. Mm-hmm. It's like on every block. I don't know if you know, but is uh, what do you call it? Coffee Bean. They were independent, right? They were never. Part of anything, another company, right? So I guess. So they buy sure. it all right. All right. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. All right. Uh, but, you know, but they, they must have been losing money. So that's why Jollibee was able to buy them out. Sure. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Speaking right. of a company that may be on sale, uh, Marie Callender has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Aww. Do you have a Marie Callender in the East Coast or is that a West Coast thing only? Isn't that um, like canned food? No, no. Marie Callender's is like a restaurant <laughs> slash uh, pie mm-hmm. pie place. Yeah, it's a chain. It's oh, a chain, it's a chain so restaurant. Then, oh, so then no, we don't. I've <laughs> I never guess not. Heard of what of that? Yeah, Marie Callender's. You're talking about soup. Soup. <laughs> maybe they <laughs> have. Do they have canned soup, Marie Callender? I don't think that, so. that they sell in the store. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. It's like a chain restaurant, but not 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 exactly the same as like an Applebee's or or. Like so yeah. it's it's a, it's a it's just a chain restaurant in, in that sense, but they will specialize in the same kind of food and stuff. It's Marie Callender's kind of more all American food, like hamburgers, fries, and then but they what they really specialize is is in pie, uh, pie and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Hmm. The last time I've been, I used to go to a couple of them. Uh, locally, just to buy pies like during the holidays, you know what I mean. Last last, but I noticed they've closed a couple locations in my area. But yeah, right. Uh, it is the one place that I like going for their pie specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, strawberry pie. Their strawberry pie is fantastic. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, since we, we live, I live in a very Asian Asian uh, centric place, Chinese place. I get like Chinese cakes now, Chinese desserts and stuff like that. So. American, the Applebee, uh, sorry, Applebee's. Marie Callender's kind of got phased out. I'm kind of having a uh, craving for Marie Callender's apple pie right about Well, you better hurry because they're, I heard they're going bankrupt. Well, I mean, they're closing some places down. (laughs) They are going bankrupt. They're closing some places down. But I think the one, the one in Penny Hill is still there? No? I think it's gone. That's disappointing. I think it's gone. Have we ever gone to Marie Callender's when I was there? Nope. 
Ah, that's why. I guess yeah. I guess you can find you can find one when you come by come by to visit. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Uh, speaking of debt, because you know it's going under debt. Uh, rescuers find <laughs> dozens of <laughs> dead birds bleeding out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. What? So this is in Adelaide, uh, Australia. Uh, according to a report by The Guardian, 60 corella birds native to the country were found bleeding out of their eyes and mouths and squawking loudly before eventually dying on the ground. Wow. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah, it is believed that this is a case of targeted mass poisoning. Who would poison birds? It's really? Well, it's believed, but there's no proof yet yeah. so far. That's sad. Yeah, they will just see birds flying and the next thing you know, they just drop Plop. dead. It's like a painful way to go, man. The worst version of the avian flu. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's like they say, it's like from a horror movie. All right. Oh so my gosh. This is just the beginning. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Beginning of the end. I don't know. And supposedly these corella birds are considered like pests in Australia. Like, like people are annoyed with these birds. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, maybe somebody was really annoyed. Is yeah. they really just started poisoning them? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, what's up? Poor things. Poor things, indeed. Uh, speaking of making your eyes bleed. Uh, Tenga in Japan unveils world's first masturbatory aid vending machines. <coughs> so, okay, uh, jumping your comments. I'm sorry, what? I can't. I can't get my head around it. Well, what's going on here? So you walk into. You can't this... get your what around it? <laughs> what? Your sorry, head. Sorry, sorry. He said his head. So you walk Excuse into. Excuse me. This... I think I meant both hands. <laughs> so you, you walk into this to this enclosed booth, and inside are a bunch of vending machines with okay. a bunch of like. You know, stuff you can do when you masturbate. Wait, what? I don't understand. Can you break it down some more? <laughs> no. I need some more details. Do I, I, do I really need to explain this to you? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I can't read the article. I can't see it from here. Is there like a photo booth where you just draw a curtain or are there things in there? There are things in there. There, mm-hmm. There's like this bigger booth and you walk in mm-hmm. and then there are vending machines in there. Yeah. That has stuff. See? Stuff. Yeah. Stuff. stuff. But exactly. stuff. But stuff. But stuff. <laughs> Oh, okay, we know what kind of vending machine Jumping's going to walk into. <laughs> yes. Uh, according to this, the new vending machines began operating on August 1st in Suzukino, a well-known red light district in Sapporo. You don't have to tell Japan's me. On Japan's northern island of Hokkaido. You don't have to tell according me. According to the company, the machines are conveniently located in an area that's surrounded by single residence mm-hmm. apartments mm-hmm. and approximately... 300 people visited the new vending <laughs> machines on opening day. Hey, you know what? You know what's also convenient? Amazon. <laughs> you know, Amazon Prime. You might want to, You know <laughs> what I mean? You know what I mean? Because if I if I was the police of that, that town, I would just I would just I would just surround that vending machine area. So, uh, like Wait, I, I think so, you track those people. Hmm? Wait, so what is Tanga? It's what is that? Is it like um it's a company. It's a company. Yeah, it's a dot it'll say from the from the It's a company. From the archive. So no, it's, I it's know, a, but what is that thing that they're selling? What is that thing that they're it's selling? Adult toy. It's just basically adult toys and stuff like that. It's just stuff uh, guys can jerk off into and stuff like that. Yes, what oh. is said. What is said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, like when Jami's <laughs> oh, watching. Oh, look, it comes in different sizes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for extra, extra large. Yeah, extra small. Extra, extra, yes. extra, extra you sure, large. You sure you don't need the extra small? Because yeah. Jami <laughs> needs his AIDS yeah. when, he's, yeah. uh, when he's watching something. I don't have AIDS. How speak, dare you? Jami, you do know that it's not your foot. What? That goes in there, what? so you don't need what <laughs> the extra large. <laughs> I put my fist in there. I was like, hey, I can't get my hand out. Like, <laughs> I go to the doctor, ER. Hey, man, I can't get my hand out of this. Uh, speaking of watching something, uh, Netflix created a co-watching contract to save you from spoilers, I guess, or to save you from from having a good cohabitual 
watching experience with your significant other or something mm-hmm. like that. So this, this is more or less for fun that they created this thing. Hmm. Um, essentially, okay. I was going to say. Uh, signing the document will mean that the signees agree upon the five major rules of binge-watching. You can uh, the rules are number one: I won't fall asleep. Yeah, somebody somebody in my household already fails there. Number two, I failed I, this weekend with that. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I won't get distracted by my phone, causing the other person to rewind because I missed something. Well, yep, true. I can definitely relate to that one. Uh, number three, I won't continue watching a show without the other person present. I oh, actually, that's. Hard. That is hard, but but uh, no no that was that was the previous news topic. <laughs> 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 uh, number four, I won't talk whilst the show is on in the event that I come across a spoiler. Okay, and number five, I won't share it with the other person. What? Wait, what? I won't share it with the other person. Oh, but basically, oh, oh the I spoiler. see. I see. I see. Okay. Whilst the show is, oh, uh, in case. Yeah. In the event that I come across a spoiler. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I tend to be the, oh my God, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. You have to, just, I'm not going to tell you, but you have to watch this part. Pay attention. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? I, I, I guess so. But yeah, it's Netflix co-watching contracts. Very cute, Netflix. Very cute. And, uh, and that's what's going on. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, Zhao Ming, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Ruti? You can find me on Instagram at Grace13, G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3, for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. You can also find me on Instagram, um, my other Instagram, b.entwine, B-E-E-N-T-W-I-N-D, for event designs, planning, birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design needs. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 and anything else who wants to come. If you want to send us a quick comment, you can leave it at our Facebook page or Instagram page or on the website itself. If you want to send us emails, send it to whowhatworsthy at gmail.com. If you want to show your support because you need it, head over to whowhatworsthy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the yaxis.bandcap.com or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter as well. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsthy.com. Aruti, before we say adieu, since me and Jamming are the ones that are going to do a review for Hobbs and Shaw, real quick, Jamming, uh, tell Aruti why she should watch Hobbs and Shaw or should uh, watch. I mean, if you're a fan of uh, The Rock, if you're a fan of Jason Statham, if you're a fan of the, the franchise, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. you kind of know what mm-hmm. to expect and the movie kind of delivers. Hopefully, that that's what gets you through the door. But hopefully, when you leave the movie, you're 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 a fan of uh, Vanessa Kirby because I think she's the standout of the movie. She's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, you, do you watch The Crown on Netflix? Yes. Yes, I believe that's where she made her name, right? Vanessa Kirby. She yeah. plays the sister of the queen or something like that. I, I haven't yeah. seen it, but yeah, but she's terrific. She's a she's a she's a superstar. She also oh. had a role in the Mission Impossible movie. Oh yeah, yeah. She was in the Fallout. Yeah, she was in the last Mission Impossible as something something black white widow ghost. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Something, That's something, something. very informative. Yeah. <laughs> and, and continue on with my non, with our non-supporter thing. I, I would say you don't even need to watch the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. If you like silly action films with a lot of cool action sequences uh, and uh, throw back to like 48 hours style bantering be- between the co-stars, this is the movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Very much so. Very much mm-hmm. so. Aruti, uh, we will talk Alrighty. to you next week. All right. Have a good week. Have a good week.
And Have now, a good week, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. And, and now we're going to talk about uh, spoilers with uh, Hobbs and Shaw. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! You need to see the uh, synopsis online as a chance for this movie. Because, you know, for this movie with this intricate plot... Something exploded we, in the first half. Something might exploded need, in the second, like, Something exploded in the second half. I don't know. Uh, things exploded. Okay, jumping. Shoot, go ahead. Uh-huh. Hobbs and Shaw. I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you just go in there not expecting too much, and if you just uh, if you like the dynamic between uh, Hobbs and Shaw in the last fa- uh, Fast Furious movie, whichever one that was, seven or eight. I, I mean, if you like, I think it's eight. I it's think yeah. Fate of the Furious, right? Something like that. Yeah, if you yeah, if you like a, the dynamic that they had in the previous Fate, uh, Fast Furious movie, it's a continuation of that. You know what I mean? So if you like that, you'll dig it. If uh, what call it? Uh, I like the humor. I like the actions, fine. Uh, I really like Vanessa Kirby and stuff. I think she's a real, real standout and stuff like that. I think she had a choice between whether she she can you know do the whole action kind of thing or she can uh you know try to go. Well, I'm trying to say she's trying to go head to head with uh, the Rock, which I should say them. I think she completely picks a, a interesting path. You know what I mean? And she, I think uh, the humor that she brings, I think, what makes it stand out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think she's terrific in it. Uh, Vanessa Kirby. I, I, you know, let's, let's go ahead and cover her right now. Mm-hmm. Um, before the movie came out, I was watching the the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. and and one of the comments on YouTube. Don't read comments on YouTube, folks. It just yeah. puts you in a downward mm-hmm. downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the comments we do. Uh, Mary Sue alert, folks. Mary Sue alert. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby's character is gonna be a Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. First off, clearly the person doesn't know what a Mary Sue is. Mm-hmm. Secondly, not a Mary Sue in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's badass. She kicks ass. And she she doesn't get these done by herself. However, she still falls under the typical uh, female supporting cast trope where the guys need to rescue her. Mm-hmm. Happens multiple times in the movie. Yeah. Kind of disappointed with that. Uh, she she has to be technically buried. I uh, rescued. I think once though. She gets kidnapped a bunch of times. I'll, 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 yeah, that's, that's, negative. that's true. But <laughs> she does get out of it. I think two out of three times. The only time she doesn't get out of it is when they is when uh, Black Superman comes and they do the whole building thing. That's the one time I don't think she got out of it by herself. Eventually, you know what I mean? Because I think in the helicopter chase scene in the laboratory, I think she got out of it eventually herself. You well, know that's what I mean? the thing though. As as much as it's nice to see the the helicopter daisy chain car mm-hmm. thing. Great idea for a stunt. Clearly, they had the idea for the stunt before they go like, okay, so how are we going to get them in this situation? Yeah. Because the way they pulled that off was so contrived. It's kind of ridiculous. Oh, she happens to be out out in the area, and oh, they happen to snatch her. I'm like, yeah. really? Really? Yeah. That's your that's your contrived plot trope that yeah. you're just going to use to get to the, the helicopter sequence? Yeah, there are, there's a bunch of instances where it's just kind of like lazy writing and stuff. That yeah. final... Act where she gets kidnapped. Yeah, basically what happened was Jason Jason saying got knocked in the head and stuff, and they yeah. both got knocked in the head, and she got dizzy. She just walked into the into the bad guy's arms and stuff like that. There's right. some there's like, some just some, ba- there's some basic kind of lazy writing and stuff. At yeah. one point, I, I don't know why we're focusing on negative to begin with, but at some point, the the reason why this whole thing gets kind of kicked off where she's she can't go back to the MI6 or whatever is because uh, Black Superman says on the radio, "Oh, she betrayed us." I mean, that's all the evidence right, that's you need. That's it. That's all you get. It's like it's like the quick commentary and fake news, I guess. Yeah. Right. But speaking of beginning, speaking oh. of not talking about negative stuff, mm-hmm. the beginning, the first, I would say, twenty minutes of this movie are spectacular. Yes, I, I really, sure. really enjoyed how the first like twenty to thirty minutes of the movie started out, mm-hmm. which is pretty much introducing Vanessa Kirby, mm-hmm. introducing Idris Alba's mm-hmm. Black Superman, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that whole sequence where she escapes from him and all stuff, great, great stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the split screen situation with with Hobbs and Shaw making uh, eating breakfast mm-hmm. and going to the job. Yeah. Fantastic. That's a lot of fun. All yeah. that stuff is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, all that's fun, and I think it gets punctuated by the two cameos, uh, the two characters that get all right. how, how they get get into the uh, into the story. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds in America yep. for Rock, and then it's uh, Rob Delaney, I believe, yep. for. Uh, uh, Shop's character, I think, uh, I, Peter. I, Peter from Deadpool Two. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> these, yeah, the director of Deadpool Two, Deadpool Two worked is the director of Hobbs and Shaw. So I think that's how they got the cameo. So I think that's I think those were great. I liked how they punctuated those uh, those introductions yeah. with Ryan Reynolds. And, and, and then and then with with uh, with Jumanji, mm-hmm. The Rock probably got Kevin Hart yeah. to play the role. Of this yeah, thing. I like all the cameos. The Ryan Reynolds ones is, is, in particular stands out. Yes. I mean, he's basically playing Deadpool. He's basically playing Deadpool. That's yeah. a, that's a sycophant of uh, of The Rock. I think it's hilarious. At one point, he shows a rock. He has a similar tattoo and stuff like that. Right, right. The Kevin Hart one. The, the only thing I I think the only negative about it just that thing just goes on a little bit too long. You know yeah. what I mean? I think they could have been edited a little bit, uh, a little bit f- a better. You know, what I mean, it just I didn't know what the point of the character was until he talks about, oh, if you guys need anything, let me know. I'll be right. the real. You know, what I mean, it, just, it does seem like the running joke with Kevin Hart is he's the guy who wants to, to join in the fun, right? But he can't because of his job or whatever, like, right? Mostly because of his height, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right? I guess it's so. But height. it's like, it's like uh, I mean, yeah. assume, I'm assuming eventually Hobbs and Shaw will spin off its own. Fast and Furious franchise, I think, so. and this will be your team. That's what it sounds like. That's right. why they're doing some sort of Avengers type kind of a thing for Hobbs and Shops character right. and stuff like that. Because, because you know, Essa Essa Gonzalez's character, you know, she's coming back. Yeah, right? she's yeah. also part of the team. Right, her, exactly. her and her like five other like yeah uh, multi multi racial uh, uh, crew. What are, what do they call them? Uh, it's the it's uh, the God damn it from Pulp Fiction. What was the uh, Uma Thurman's the uh, 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 she was part of a, a TV pilot. Oh, God oh damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fox Force Five. That's what Fox it was. Force Five. It reminded me yeah. of Fox Force Five for some reason, stuff like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and that, that that is their way of like having like because I know the thing about people like about the Fast and Furious franchise is multicultural. Right. That's the only multicultural part is her character with, with her group, and they don't even really have speaking lines, really. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. you really just got The Rock with Samoa, and mm-hmm. and then you got Jason Statham who's white, who's, you know, yeah. British, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But but yeah, so the the I think the, the real key of what makes the movie fun, besides the actual sequences, which is really good, uh, Idris Alba plays a good bad guy. Yeah, uh, Vanessa Kirby's kick ass in this one. She's great. Uh, and then of course you got that that oil and water uh, banter that you get from Jason Statham yeah. and The Rock. That is fantastic. When it's just the two of them on camera, just insulting each other the movies are just a lot of fun just a lot of yeah. back and forth and stuff like that. it's a lot of fun it's a lot of, they have good energy and good chemistry and stuff like that it's a lot of fun and stuff like that. yeah i enjoy that part that's probably my favorite part of the movie and stuff like that yeah just banter and wit and stuff like that the banter the bantering the the insults and all stuff that's why it always felt kind of weird at the very end where they kind of like oh you're my brother blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. but they they kind of call it back a little bit when when you know the rock played a practical joke on him yeah kind of thing. so they're still doing that they mm-hmm. haven't completely became Family, yeah, they're not quite. They're not. They're not. They're not like. But they're not like. Like you said, they're not family exactly. But they get. They they recognize each other's strength and weaknesses, and they they bring into each other, and you know, and they literally realize they have to take a punch for each other. You get to to, to be the bad guy, I guess. You know. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a movie where you really have to criticize the writing too much because. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can. But, but, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, sure, Jamie yeah. can. But uh-huh. I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, I can criticize it, but it's not a really. It doesn't really hold. It isn't the break it or make it for the me for the movie. Mm-hmm. For me, it really is the characters getting along with each other. In a sense, they, mm-hmm. they have good chemistry, and in mm-hmm. Jason Statham and Ross case, they have good bad chemistry. I guess. Mm-hmm. 
and and all the action sequences, like the sequence where the chase sequence where where Idris Al Black Superman is on the bike. Yeah, I, I like that bike. The bike is like this yeah. uns- unsuspecting supporting cast. Yeah. Cast member, that's fantastic. Yeah, the bike's great. amazing in this yeah. movie. Wherever need, he, he needs uh, the bike, the bike will show up and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a, very cool. It's like a loyal pet. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. I, I like that bike a lot. The bike's amazing. I love yeah, the bike. Yeah, it's very fast, very quick, very mobile and stuff like that. I like right, it a lot. Right, yeah. and, then, and then And then, and like I said, those chase sequences are great. The action mm-hmm. sequences, the hand-to-hand stuff that mm-hmm. the Rocky Jason Statham goes through are fantastic to watch. Yeah. You know, all, all that is great. It's like, like what I don't know what else to really say about the movie besides like yeah. watch it for the action, watch it for the characters. Yeah, this one's not exactly rocket science. If you like the chemistry, like I said, from the previous Fast Furious movie, you, you'll like this movie and stuff like that. I did do some world world building and stuff like that, which is fine and stuff. But yeah, this is this one's a this is one of those perfect kind of uh, summertime movies and stuff. Like that. It's up there to me with Godzilla in terms of just like hey, you're there, you have some popcorn, you have some fun. You're you're out you're out of the sun for like two hours. It's fine. Oh sure. Yeah. I think I think I think I enjoyed this just a little bit more than Godzilla too, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. The King of Monsters. Yeah. Here's my whole thing. My whole thing as far as just like negative. I'll do some negative stuff. Uh, I never thought I'd say this for like a Fast and Furious movie, but there's actually too much story. There's too much uh, plot points and stuff like that. If you put aside just the Hobbs and Shaw of it, here's all the stuff they're trying to do. They're trying to retcon uh uh uh, 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 uh Jason Statham's character and stuff like that to mm. make him. Hey, he's not. Well, that they bad. already retconned him in Fast Eight. This is or this like fate, a this is, all, this is a complete retcon. Stuff like that you know I mean, he's not he didn't kill those uh his 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 uh his uh his fellow his CIA agents whatever on purpose and stuff like that so yeah that you guys uh his dynamic with uh Vanessa Kirby Kirby has a has a whole thing where she has to get a virus out and stuff like that and then right. you have uh uh what called Hobbs and his family and his daughter and then you have the whole Aegis Alba and then his dynamic with the voiceless uh bad guy and what they're into and stuff like that. it's like too much story if they would just let got rid of maybe like a third of the story and let some of this thing play out a little bit more naturally, play out some of the stories a little bit more naturally, I think this could have been a better movie and stuff like that. You it also I mean? has one unnecessary act. Like like the, like the movie should have, technically should have ended yeah. after the uh, the old reactor, yeah. the Russian scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a normal movie, that is the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it continues on. It's like, on, yeah. oh, there's, yeah, that's right. There's a whole Hawaii thing that they have to still do, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like I said, there's just, like, just like too much story. Just too much. They, should, they need to cut it down by like a third and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And there's like these little character beats that they probably should have fixed in a sense. Remember the, the, the Russian scientists? At, oh, right, right. That, they, they make like no attempt to save also the guy's life. Also from Deadpool 2? Yeah. They make, they make, like, no attempt to save the guy's life. You know what I mean? I understand you, that that character has to die, so that's the reason why they go to Samoa to fix the thing and stuff like that. But you have to make some sort of attempt to save the guy's life because if you don't do that, then your main characters look like douches. But didn't like he that. die before the Samoa? That's what I'm saying. They, the reason why they killed him is a, oh, is he, a, is a plot reason, yeah, not character reason. Yeah, because they need to go to Samoa to get it. Yeah, exactly, to get fixed. Because if they would have let him live throughout that uh, Then that, that sequence, really would have been the last act. Yeah, that would have been the last act. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So it's like, but the thing is, you need, if you, uh, it's just, I've had this complaint before where you, your characters have to try and save lives and stuff like that. That's why you, that's why you care about them and stuff like that. They should, they should be heroes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then the whole, the, another contrived thing I thought was like, why... Like uh, in the middle of the second act, there were the the voiceless bad guy. I think he's called the, the director or something like that. Wanted uh, Jason Statham. To, uh, wanted he just to turn Hobbs and Shaw for some reason. I was like, why? Why don't I understand this? Oh, the only reason why is because they had that torture scene, and the reason why they had that torture scene is because uh, if you don't have you don't have that guy giving. Uh, uh, Idris Elba that instructions they he would just kill the two characters you know what I mean that right. would have been in so it's like so you can feel the writing you can feel it's kind of con- some of the contrivances and stuff like that so that's so I think this 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 movie had potential to be more 
You know what I mean? But they could try writing has always been a staple with Fast and Furious. I'm just saying they, they can do better. They can they do can better, better, sure. But I mean, they 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 they, they play with their, on their strengths, yeah. and I think on their strengths they are doing a good job. My my whole thing is like there's two things that I really enjoyed about this movie that I thought was kind of unique that I think they should have played up a little bit more is uh, Jason Statham, Statham kind of Shaw is like a James Bond kind of thing. You know you know what I mean? He, he can be. Yeah, he he wakes up with a girl in his bed. He thinks. Uh, uh, the rock character is trying to bed his sister because he's projecting. You know, that's like who he is and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So he's he's an allegory for James Bond and that sort of uh, machismo mindset and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like I think they could play that up a little bit more. I like the fact that the rock uh, was a kind of very modern, very progressive. You know what I mean? He said he, when he when they had that scene at the on the airplane, he said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! If your sister allows me the honor of you know you know." Making out with her, you know, having a relationship. I thought that was interesting. I think they could play that stuff up a little bit more. Do they? a little, you know what I mean? I mean that part, yeah. But I, I didn't really think that they needed to be a couple per se. No, no. I'm I know, I know they were kind of like suggesting it. I, I don't. I, I'm saying they shouldn't even need to suggest it at all in the first place. No, I'm not saying. I'm not really care about the the actual them hooking right. up. I just like the fact that to distinguish the the, the two characters. You know what I mean? Shaw Shaw is this way, and Rock is this way. I think if they were just played up. How the two characters are, are different, uh, it would have been more interesting. You know what I mean? It's because mm. at some point, it's just at some point they're just insulting each other. You know what I mean? Right. That's, that goes only so far. Could, uh, uh, the other thing is, maybe I'm expecting too much from a, from a from yes, a, you are. action movie. Yes, but you the thing are. is, at some point you realize Shaw keeps saying the reason why he can't get along with the Rock is because he's too much of a uh, of a brute. He has no finesse and stuff like that. But if you, every time you see Shaw and stuff, he's he's out there like busting heads too. Mm. He's you know he's doing the same thing as the Rock does. If they would have played, like I said, if they would have played up the whole more double seven part of his 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 style, his, the way he operates, I think it'd be more interesting. But anyway, no, no, it's true. It, it would be more interesting, but it would require more creative uh, writing, writing and stuff. Like that. And yeah. Fast and Furious has never been known for the creative writing. And did you hear this is a little background stuff? You know, Chris Morgan is the one that wrote this, right? Right. Oh, he's oh, a, he also went and wrote to, from Tokyo Drift all the way. Yeah, through. he yeah. wrote a lot of the the Fast Furious. But basically, the first version of the script. Shaw didn't have that much to do and stuff like that, where his character is not as developed and stuff like that. So it was Jason Statham. They brought Jason Statham in at not only just just co-star, but as a co-producer, and he he brought in the guy who co-wrote the the nice guy. He's a British oh, really? guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something Pierce. I forgot his name. Uh, first name. Drew Pierce, I think. Okay. So he wrote up the Shaw character, gave him the whole all the more of the British insults, the 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 whole uh, back backstory with uh, the mother and the sister nice. and, and all that. Okay. And just Eldridge Alba stuff. So yeah, I do yeah. like that. I, I, although I question like springing their mom at the very end. I mean, yeah. Are, are they not good guys still, or what's going on here? Yeah, because even at the beginning, I, for, I, I forgot where Shaw was. Because Shaw has actually been exonerated for all the past crimes. Right. Right? He's a free man, so right? So why create another crime? Right. So, and his sister, is at the end of the movie, is t- completely exonerated of murdering. You know, Correct. You know what I mean? So why create another crime? So they're going to commit another crime to bust her <laughs> mom out? She already said she would get out in two years, and maybe sooner with good behavior. I don't quite understand that. Something. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, they didn't really explain how the whole fake news thing also comes about, too. But whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but um, and also oh, the whole joke at the end where yeah, uh, the Rock calls the cops on Jason Statham. Right. Doesn't right. he have to commit crimes to get out of that? <laughs> Is he gonna bust bust the the policeman? Correct. Hands correct. So, correct. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, don't 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 hurt your don't brain I, too much thinking yeah. about all the flaws the movie have. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the mm-hmm. uh, fun action yeah. and the fun battery and all that yeah. stuff. Um, but we wouldn't be talking about it if we don't at least talk about the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the mysterious bad guy, the director. Mm-hmm. I always figured that's just Charlie Theron with the with the voice module, right? 
Because even in Fate and the Furious, they, she was supposed to be like this person you like you don't even know exists. Yeah. So why couldn't she be the person who's also the director? But my whole thing is like, but, but why hide that though? Why, why hide that? Mm. The fact that it's because they're trying to separate this franchise from Fast and Furious. I don't think it made made a difference. My guess is, well, as I was watching the movie, I was thinking it might have been Ryan Reynolds, right? Because it kind of sounds like Ryan Reynolds. I oh, thought really? that would be the twist. I mean, it could be. It could be his voice, but yeah. I mean, the character itself may not. Yeah. But my other guess would be probably Han. I guess would be the, would be the would be the <laughs> would be the ultimate twist and stuff like that. Because because uh, I read the I didn't read the article, but I read a headline on Twitter. The writer, that Chris Morgan guy, says, you know, eventually we will have like justice. For Han, so we will address right. that at some point and stuff like that. And stuff like Michelle that. Rodriguez said that the, his explanation for Justice for Han and Hobbs' show was completely lame because essentially yeah. it's a throwaway line that Shaw said where he needs to be, he needs to, he needs to uh, redeem himself from some of the crimes he did in the past. Yeah, and supposedly that was it. That was just his way of, of acknowledging that he, he he killed Han and he needs to redeem himself. Yeah. That's it. That is pretty late. That's not enough. Yeah, it's obviously enough. enough. Yeah, it's obviously not enough. If you, if you, like, we've talked about this in the previous Fast and Furious uh, critique of uh, movies and stuff. Like that. If the central theme of these uh, dopey movies is family, you can't just kill all family members and get retconned uh, like a movie later. It doesn't doesn't work like that. They they even retcon at the end of the last one. I think they retconned the other brother into a good guy too. Yeah, they did. They did. It's like it's like come on, man. And stuff like that. So I, I, my guess it would be like Han. At some point, somehow he got rescued, and he has like cybernetics and stuff like that. He put back hole and stuff like that, and then he worked his way up into secret organization. Yeah, well, they laid the groundwork with Idris Elba's character. Yeah, I mean, he was a guy who was supposed to be dead and not yeah. brought back to life, right? Mm-hmm. So Han could theoretically have gone through the same process. The only thing is, why would he want to recruit? Uh, I understand he might why he want to recruit Hobbs, but why would he want to recruit Shaw when he just no, want but Shaw I, dead? I, I don't think the director is Han. Yeah, I still fall in the cap that I think it is Charlize Theron. Then, then, then he, then the director mentioned. I think is it really the director? Whatever. Uh, didn't he mention that he he's aware of who Hobbs is? Right. So there's that. He's yeah. aware who Shaw is. I'm just thinking if it's just Charlize Theron, they could show stars Charlize Theron. You know, it's not that big a deal. You know what I mean? I think there's either either they don't know who it is right now. Or they're saving it for for another movie and stuff like that. Well, obviously they could. It I really think it's more politics. They have they they have to separate this franchise with regular Fast and Furious because mm-hmm. everybody from Tyrese to the, to Vin Diesel to Michelle Rodriguez are like upset with this movie. Mm-hmm. Tyrese was all saying, "Oh, it's a failure. He didn't make it's like the lowest yeah. grossing uh, Fast and Furious movie." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, if the idea is, is for this movie to and replace, then, yeah, and then Fast and Furious next year, and then. The two of them merged in two thousand and one. I don't know how they're gonna get Tyrese and The Rock in the same picture and stuff like that because Tyrese is just like you know he's just, he's kind of out of his. Well, mind. they figured out in Fate of Furious getting get, getting The Rock and and Vin Diesel in more or less kind of the same. Right, but they're going to shoot around it. Did not actually be on the set. Yeah, at the same time. I know, so. I know. I mean, I mean for sure, The Rock and and Shaw are not in Fast Nine. They're not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. But Fast Ten, which was the last one, I think. Did, did they say that? Did Chris Morgan say that yeah, Fast Ten is set up yeah. to be the last Fast mm-hmm. and Furious movie? Sure. Uh, in theory, this movie kind of sets up its own team. Yeah, and honestly, a team that has uh, has The Rock, uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Jason Statham, Jason Statham, and Kirby. Kevin Hart and Vanessa Kirby mm-hmm. in the same team. Ilya Gonzalez. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's an amazing team. That's compared, an attractive team. Yeah, yeah, com- yeah. Compared to compared to what Vin Diesel has. Yeah, at this rate, you know, it's yeah. like it's like I'll choose I'll choose the one. Really it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens next year when they have the fast the next Fast Furious without the Rock and stuff like that, and it's just Vin Diesel again and stuff like that. Well, the one thing I liked about this movie compared to the Fast and Furious movie is that with with Diesel always always involved in Fast and Furious, they, they have a habit of trying to be make it too serious. Yeah. And this one was just having fun with itself. Yeah. In fact, the weakest scenes in this movie are the parts where they were trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. 
right? And but when 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 but the majority of the time they were just making having fun with themselves, yeah. and that's what I miss from the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. I wanted to just have some fun. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be so pretentiously serious sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think Hobbs and Shaw is arguably either my second favorite Fast and Furious movie out of all of them. Even though it doesn't count as a Fast and Furious movie, it's a spin-off. It's the same franchise. It's, it's a it's the Fast Universe and stuff like that. Yeah, because for me, Fast Five is great because it's a heist movie, whatever. I think Fast Five. I think is they're all have they're all heist movies, yeah. but but Fast Five is great overall. And then I I would put House and Shaw right around right that. Yeah, I would literally would. I think Fast Five is legitimately a great movie, not just yeah. like a Fast Furious. I think it's legitimately a great great movie and stuff. Like that. All the practical effects of going through Brazil and stuff like that, the energy that The Rock brought and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I thought when I saw the Fast. Five movie in the theater. I hadn't seen a, a Fast and Furious in a long time, and when I saw it the first time in the, in the theater, I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" So I would go Fast Five, Fast Six, and then this one would be somewhere in the second place. The yeah, other for, ones, for, for me, I will, I will put this in the second place. Yeah, because I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah, I can't, I couldn't do it without Fast Eight was fine. I thought I, yeah. I like the I like the zombie cars and something. It was but, okay at yeah. best. Yeah, I thought. But then uh, Fast Seven, I actually don't take any points off because of what happened with Paul Walker. And the other ones, to be honest, I just forgot. I, I'm sure I saw Fast Furious, Fast 2, Fast Tokyo Drift, but I don't well, remember. Well, Fast 6 was the one where uh, one, one woman died. Was that 6? Yeah. Fast yeah. 6 is yeah. the one with the with the, with the 10, mile, 10 mile runway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 20, no, somebody did the math. I think it was like 25 miles. <laughs> 25 miles. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else about this movie, though? This yeah, movie's good. Else? I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed it quite a bit myself, yeah. And there really is not much more to say about this Hobbs and Shaw. I know, I know a lot of fast diehards are kind of boycotting this movie. I don't know why. I mean, because it's like, because they're choosing side. They're choosing side between Diesel or The Rock. I don't know. If you, if you follow The Rock at, at any point and you follow Vin Diesel, it's like their career, their Instagram, their interviews, I don't know how you pick Vin Diesel's side and stuff. Like the Rock comes off charming, humble, and self-effacing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't get that. Also, it's just a movie. Who cares? Don't yeah. think. It's just here to have fun and stuff like that. But no. But there is a contingent of the fast people who are boycotting this movie. Yeah, good for them. I, I mean, the, the movie didn't do like fast furious number, but the movie did okay. Like made sixty million. It's probably gonna make a lot more overseas and stuff like that. I'm actually more interested to see what happens uh, in this movie in China and stuff like that because the last fast furious movie was did like. Gangbusters yeah. in uh, in China. It made like four hundred million dollars. And did I tell you the weekend that that Fast Furious opened in China? I was actually there that weekend. And it was mm-hmm. the only time where I actually was in China. And people, when they were people were making like small talk, conversation talk, they were asking me, "Did you see the Fast Furious movie? Did you see the car movie?" I'm like, what? <laughs> the car, car movie. movie? Yeah. They kept saying, "Yeah, the car movie." The car movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like a humongous hit in China. So four hundred million China. That's a lot of money. It's that's a lot, lot of money. Yeah, that's more than the like Star Wars, Warner, a DC movie, and stuff like that. That's, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of action movies for the summer, Hobbs and Shaw is up there. In yeah. It's a pure sort of summertime good times. Yeah, it's, up, it's up there. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, this was episode 248 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who at Course Network. <laughs>